Time for Q&A. Feel free to keep conversing and, and uh, cookieing. cookieing and coffeeing. Yeah. Uh, too we're cookie. Gonna, we're going to run through the Q&A's. Or not you know? too cookie. Uh, excellent job. That, Thank you. Your best work yet. Oh, I'll never. <laughs> it's only downhill from here. Well, my favorite part was how you uh, discredited the entire message at the end by uh, taking a jab at Colin. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's it's like right. the whole message is about <laughs> receiving. I like, said as I say, <laughs> not as I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what a great message. Yeah, uh, fun stuff, right? The whole unity over uniformity because so many so many, vast majority of the battles inside the, uh, with believer to believer fights. Yes. Is over disputable matters and people's consciences. Because something you put in my head when you were speaking was, the reason we get so passionate about it is because the conscience is a powerful thing. Right. So your conscience is absolutely telling you what is right and, what, and, and getting you in line. Right. Then you see somebody violating what your conscience says. It's like, it's kind of like when your kids, no, my dad said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My right, dad right. said that that's wrong. Right. Yeah, my dad said it's good. Well, my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And the problem it's, is this you know, it's the more you know, the more you're accountable, too. So the more, like, you grow and think that you have more, the more that you're trying, you have more things to judge by. And mm -hmm. so it's just harder. I was talking to someone after first service, and that's it. It's like, unfortunately, it gets harder and harder to not judge because you think you have more and more figured out and you're sitting right. next to somebody going like, I know that you're a weaker seeker, but I'm just, I'm feeling like Let I got a little something I want to share. Yeah, yeah, Let exactly. me get you there faster. Yeah. And so I think that's why, you know, battles can be so embittered and just so intense among believers because that conscience is such a powerful force. And so you feel like, oh, well, I, I do know what's right and wrong in this specific disputable matter case. Not, yeah, I don't have a lot of scripture that backs me up, but I just know what, what that conscience is telling me. Yeah, right. And I think it's just a wonderful message overall that we, that we have to allow people to be on their journey to the cross and to Christ and to growth uh, in righteousness. Right knowing that that's not going to be the same as the one, same destination, which different is not, path. Which is not an anything goes. I didn't hear you say right. uh, no, no, it's no. the same aim. No, no, I'm, anything goes. <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, every, everybody has the same boundaries. You know, everybody has the same instructions. It's just how you get there. We've all tried to follow a map and get to the same destination and wound up taking different roads. It's not that one was right, you know. That's right. So, anyway. Okay, any, uh, any people uh, texting in? Couple. I'll tell you my favorite parts if you're, uh, yeah, well, here, if I'll we don't you. have anyone texting. This one was, uh, somebody said, who determines what part of the body you are? Well, God. Yeah, <laughs> but don't, you don't take the, if they're meaning like, are you the ear or the eye or the nose, you don't take the analogy that far. Yeah, right, right. We're talking about the body of Christ, and what determines it is several factors. For sure. Um, yeah, and are I mean, you a server or the, and, and like the whole the thrust of the message in the middle there is find out by letting God arrange you like he wants to put you he knows where he wants you to go you have to submit to that authority and not you know the, the old bump 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 let him bump you to where you're supposed to be you'll find not everyone's place. a missionary right 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 exactly and, and that's and there are you know Sometimes we, we think, well, if I was really spiritually mature, I would be... 
I, a I missionary. Should. I would be a Bible study leader. I would be a whatever it is. It's like, no, your job is just like everyone else's job in the body of Christ. Become more like Jesus every day. Right. Bump, bump, bump. And right. be honest with yourself. I struggled with that actually a lot. It's really funny because I am, um, what's the word, uh, zealous. I am passionate about things. So when I, when I turned that ship and said yes to the Lord <laughs> years ago, I was like, well, full steam ahead, I'm gonna go become a pastor. And I, in that walk, was like, is this where I should be? Or is this just another way of doing it wrong? Where I go, I just wanna go full steam ahead. And he might say, pull back, buddy. I love your attitude, but I have a position, a place for you elsewhere. Luckily, he you know, kept pushing me in this direction. I said, okay, because it feels good, it feels good, it feels right. But you have to be sensitive to that tug of the spirit, the guidance of God. Just has to, you have to let it happen. So to answer the question, how, how do you know where, or was it who's putting it or how do you know? Oh yeah, it's who determines, the answer is God. And the way that he does it is... is Through he, your wiring and your... Right, right, you know... But how, I think what they're really asking is, how do you know where your place is in the body of Christ? How do you now, find it? Now, how do you know? I hate to say, because <laughs> this is dangerous, but I, um, the less conflict you experience, you know, uh, the more in sync you usually are with God's uh, purpose for you, right? Like the more, okay. and that doesn't mean that it won't be difficulties or whatever, but I just mean um, the less, least pain. Because sometimes you can be going through conflict and it's just pain free because you know why you're going through it, right? Oh, that, that hurt, but I know that it's serving a purpose. When you cease feeling pain, you know that you are in better step with where God wants you in his plan, I feel. Um, so like if you join, uh, if, you you, can, if you go sign up to be a Sunday school teacher and you just hate it. Yeah, you can feel when you're forcing something, right? Okay. You can, and you can feel when something is natural. So how do you know when you're forcing it or when you're, you're trying to push S through? Scripture, your own like laziness that you've relabeled. I know, scripture and prayer are your compass and map in so much of this where you are like, is this right? because we are so good at deceit. We are so loud in our obnoxious voice overriding the conscience and whatever God's trying to speak to us that, oh, I don't know, I mean, it's, 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 it's really hard. You have to <coughs> purposefully take time out to quiet yourself, get in his word and pray and just listen to what he's saying to you and that sort of... And you, you kind of said it there, you gotta get rid of the voice inside you that says you should be an I. You should be this. Yeah, right, right. It's like, Get rid of, work on getting rid of those, the yeah. presuppositions of, well, I know what I would be if I was really spiritually, no, what, you know, there's that one scripture I put on your son's, uh, when, when you had a oh, yeah, yeah, party, yeah. the Ecclesiastes, follow the desire of your eyes, young men is in Ecclesiastes, follow the desire of your eyes, knowing that you shall be held accountable at the judgment. And it's like, look, that is such a great, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Balance. It's a great balanced message because it's God wired you in a way that He wants to use. So follow the desire. What What do you desire? Right. You go, well, I can't trust my desire. Oh, well, just keep in mind at all times you're going to be held accountable to that in judgment. Yes. Now go for it. It's like yes. okay, that's a good. Yes. My, we forget that God wants us to follow our desires. Hundred percent. My wife's um, catchphrase. Is, Can you say it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll give you the cleaned up version. Uh, stumble forward. She loves that idea. Stumble forward. And I think it's just, it's wonderful because it's exactly that. It's like, I'm going this way. Oh, I'm going that way. Like you are, as long as you're moving forward and actively yep. asking God to help you, you'll fall, into, but you'll be going in the right direction. He'll get you where you want and you'll feel it when you, when okay. you get there. Okay. Uh, how do we how do we handle the one next to us who is a non-believer? How do we handle the one next to us who is a non-believer? You just you slip a copy of the message into their pocket, <laughs> you do whatever you can to just sort of surreptitiously get in there. You love on them. Nope. You'd think so, you'd think so, right? But no, this is in the Bible where it says, not this time, those no, of course. Of course. How will they know us? By our love, right? I mean, that's this this love of Christ, this bond of love that is the peace of Christ. That is all this synonymous stuff that's all working together. Is just that love. You know when yeah. you're doing it. You know when you're not. If you can just do the thing that he says, sums up all the law and prophets. You know, love right. one another as I love. Well, and that's what you said there. That's one of the most. Um, humbling and uh, condemning <laughs> yeah. uh, scriptures they'll know us by our love and you go okay do they yeah the world the non-believers here in america when you say to the average non-believer right hey those christians what's the first word that comes <laughs> How to are mind they coming out yeah hey, what's the first hey, word hey. How many of them will go? Oh, they're loving. Oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. well, say what you want. Them. You know, I don't agree with them, but boy, you can't deny that they are the picture of love. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not the that's reaction rough, we but get. That's, that's what important. do we get? What? If you were to ask your average unbeliever, hey, Christians, uh, what's the first word that comes to mind? Self-righteous, uh, judgmental. Yeah. Some of them are good looking, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Some no, I mean, that's... Stick bugs. <laughs> Others are pumpkins. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's 100% true. Okay. That's, that's what I mean when I say that's just a humbling verse because it shows the goal, but it's a very difficult goal to achieve. I feel like this is a, a worded like a, a cat meme, but didn't Jesus has the most conflict? <laughs> um, yes and no. I think I, I've actually, I've had this discussion a few times lately. I because think the answer is yes, Jesus didn't not has the most conflict. <laughs> he did not have the most conflict. Um, I, I, because I used to be a person who would try and co-opt uh, Jesus's character as a rebel rouser and be like, I'm just being like him. I'm righteously indignant, right? Like I see something wrong and I'm going to flip some tables and I'm going to get after it. Well, your whole point today was conflict isn't bad. No, lean into it. No, well, if you want to flip the table, you got to really lean in. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, yes, of course, you lean into it, but always in a peacemaking way. If there is a way to make peace, you do that. You do that first. That's what the conflict is for. That's where you will stand out. That's where they will know us by our love. And when you enter into conflict and you show your peacemaking ability to like be the bigger person, you know, concede. For real. For not <laughs> fake, false, like, well, I gave in, shouldn't you give in now? It's not like that, like for realsies. But yeah, when Maybe you Maybe I should uh, pull out the old peacemaker versus troublemaker I for next that. Sunday. I think that is a great, great We need message. to hear this. These messages we need to hear once a year. 100%. And this, I like this. I was talking to some people too. I like this, this, this sort of thread that we've been going through for these, this it's last month. It's what we month. need. It's what we all it, need. We do. It's a, it's a convicting reminder, but also very encouraging because mm -hmm. you start to go, I can. I can do it. I can pull it back one degree well, and Well, and when you realize we're all in the same boat, that we all have a problem with the, the people around us because yep. humans do. 
there was then a, you don't feel alone, and you feel like, okay, right. strength in numbers. I was about to tell a, a George Carlin joke that you can't, but it's okay. es essentially it goes like this. Now. You ever notice how when you're driving, everyone who's fast, going faster than you is insane? And everyone who's going slower is an idiot? <laughs> that's, just, that's how we do things, right? That's funny. Um, yes. What else you got? Okay, what Time if our conscience up. is wrong? I'm sure Paul persecuted Christians in good conscience. He did. He did. In fact, he says that. That's why uh, Christ had mercy on him. So what do you think? What if your conscience is wrong? Yeah, you got to tell him. Well, I, What do you got to feed your conscience? You got, you got to feed your conscience truth. Where does that come from? The word of God. The word of God. And where does that come from? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you open it up. They print a bunch of them. The Gutenbergs made sure there's one in your trunk. They are everywhere. And the whole idea is that you load that in. Your conscience feeds on that. It distills it. And then it speaks it to you. And yes. you either quiet it down and listen and talk and, and understand and be informed by it or you ignore it and do what you want anyway. And what they're hitting on is what you talked about today. That's why God uses the conscience because uh, last week when I was talking about uh, the, you know, uh, the stronger and the weaker and Paul says, look, if they're violating their conscience by eating it, he mm -hmm. says, well, they're wrong because it's right. not a violation, but they're sinning right. because they're violating what they think is wrong. And so the whole point is in chapter 14 and 15, your message today, my message last week, your conscience is wrong about things. Right. And isn't it incredible that when God judges the heart, he uses your wrong conscience. He right. says, look, all he cares is what did you think was right and what did you do? And you go, yeah, but ultimately he cares what is right. You go, well, that was kind of the Pharisees problem. They had a checklist and they didn't pay attention to growth. Right. And it's like when you're watching a kid grow up. You don't ask him to act like a mature 30-year-old. It's like, right. oh, look, he's doing, he's trying to be better than he was. Yeah, or, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so I, it's wonderful that God uses the conscience and then, you know, says, and it's not going to be right all the time. Right. But you still have to follow what you believe is right and... You have to train your conscience. Paul didn't expect the people who were weaker to stay weaker. He expected right. them to dig into the Word of God and have a moment where they go, whoa, it's not wrong yeah. to eat meat sacrificed to idols because idols aren't anything. Exactly, exactly. So. Uh, somebody also said, uh, how does the Holy Spirit work in relationship with the believer's conscience? And I think Ooh, we should just do a whole message on <laughs> I know. Yeah. We don't give the conscience nearly enough uh, I had that yeah. room on the platform. I, I never realized that until this week. It's all over in the Bible. It's all over. It's, that still small voice. Because we like to just, yeah, we kind of just, we, we use the Holy Spirit, I think, as a catch-all for a lot of just mm -hmm. that voice or whatever. But there are nope. specific roles yeah, that you each go, thing plays. Yeah, I, can't, no, I can't keep my mouth shut. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you keep, uh, uh, in Job, it says there is a spirit that God has placed inside of man. Right. And the spirit of God mm -hmm. gives it life, breathes into it. And then he starts talking about the soul that listens to the spirit. And it's like in the New Testament, how... Uh, you know, something about uh, who knows a man better than the spirit of man and who knows God better than the spirit of God, but we've been given the spirit of Christ. And it's like, there is, I mean, and John talks about, uh, we've been given a guarantee, uh, the spirit that he's placed inside of us uh, mm -hmm. proves that there's a God. And you're like, yeah. wait, what? How? Yeah. You go, because we do have a little thing inside of us that tells us right from wrong. And you didn't make it. 
Right. And you go, oh, well, if it's oh. there, who's talking to it? Uh-huh. Who's informing it before I'm building it up? Right. Because it's there before we start improving it. Right, right, right. Anyway. This was, I, there was a whole bit in here because I'm, you know, I'm, I like to rob from some of the things that you say in the past. And one of those things that you had in an old sermon that I love so much was that, you know, anthropo- anthropologists have never come across, there's no, there's no uh, culture, society that's ever existed that is just purely atheist without anything. Right, they've never dug up an atheist it's, culture. It's never existed. Everybody, to some degree, has a sense of morality, a right and wrong, and a conscience. And that, universe, that universality is coupled with another one, which is every single one of them has violated whatever it is that they <laughs> yeah. believe. And uh, that is fascinating. Uh, one of the reasons, what? Louder. I, I think it's all those, all those. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes. God has placed an individual spirit in each person. Uh, if I just and I would love to know what I, I would love to know the part the consciousness. Yeah, or their dimensions in the same way that the Trinity is really hard to break down. Because um, I also like the, that analogy of you know it's the music played through the same music played through different instruments. You know, so I'm not. It's a there's a perfect analogy that we don't have yet to understand exactly how we are individual, you know, entities and yet animated solely by the breath of God, that singular thing. Because that sounds at first like uniformity, right? Like I have the same breath, the same breath, the same breath. That is the thing. Nah, but it's expressed differently, you know, right. through you. It sounds different. It becomes a different thing. I mean, God took the time to make every snowflake different. You're right, yeah. <laughs> That's just who he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to say one last thing about in Hebrews. It talks about why Jesus came. And we never associate that with a conscience. You know, you, hey, why did Jesus come? Well, Hebrews says, so that he could cleanse our conscience. Yeah. And you go, why do we not have that as one of our first responses? Why Jesus come? Well, to cleanse our conscience, you know. And, and, and by virtue of the fact that your conscience can be cleansed means it can be dirty. Right. <laughs> you know, it can be off. Right. Which and is, you can sear your conscience. Yes. Okay, anyway, we can do yes. a whole... Yeah. Well, maybe conscience is on the menu we in the wrap future up. here. Okay. What else you got? We'll wrap up. Let's see if I got anything. I think that's, that's about okay. where I was. you have anything let's see. you want yeah, to Yeah, yeah, let's see. Okay, I got to You had some such good lines in here. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to play God because God won't play favorites. No, Ouch. Uh, let's see. Oh, just that thing about we don't like how merciful God is until we need it. And, Surprising, uh, right? Let's see. <laughs> it's funny how his name is so close to your heart in those moments. Like every person on the planet, it's still just wired. Blaspheme or not, you just, you know who you're calling for when you need it. Conflict breaks down appearances. Oh, that's good. Yeah. He tells you all the time it's a furnace, you know, like what we're doing here is removing impurities. We're going to grind off the rough edges. We're going to burn off the impurities. Okay, there's a couple other good things, but the one thing I want to uh, end with, which was just my favorite of the whole sermon, is the big shirt. 
<laughs> I know. Isn't that the, that's a genius. That's just how I see. It's so true, right? That's us. We're in the big shirt. and We better get clothe, along. And then the scripture, clothe yourselves. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm thinking, clothe yourself with Christ. There's all these things about clothing ourselves. And it's like, yeah, you're wearing the big shirt. Yeah. Are you ever going to start getting along? <laughs> I know. Because when, this is us in the church a lot of the time. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't feel right. Like, I don't like it. it you're in the big shirt. Everyone's doing that. If everyone just stopped moving around and trying to like serve their own comfort, we'd probably fit in that shirt a whole lot better. Yeah. It'd be a lot more comfortable in there. So, yeah. Any last comments, remarks? Nope. Thrilled about it. Love it. I hope we stay on this. I think this is wonderful stuff that, yeah, like you say, we, we need to hear it at least yearly. But right now, um, boy, this world needs to hear how we, we can come together, we're gonna come together. God already told, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So I just wanna be a part of it. And so it I just needs wanna, to start with the church. The church to has to come church. together and we have to be the example. Known by our love and binding everything in that love. Amen? Amen, let's end on that, I agree. Make it quick. The allowing, I think God has allowed. Take it. Regardless, I can't hear everything, but yes. I, you have to reiterate, you have to reiterate the. That essentially that the enemy, the devil is in the some way serving world, the purpose. The, the everything here is serving God's the, purpose 100%. for testing us and challenging us, right? And yes. I, I think that's, and, yes. And refining us, yes, yes. yes it's the absolutely. same, in a simpler sense, the reason why he repeatedly threatens and then does turn you over to your own evil desires. It's like when a kid says, I know better than you, dad, and I'm gonna move out and I'm gonna live a great life. And he goes, okay, go. <laughs> Prodigal son, right? And he goes, I'm gonna go. And then he goes and he sleeps with the pigs and he eats the, it's not so great. And you're going, what an unloving dad. He gave him all that stuff and he let the bad guys have a, no, he just said, you'll figure it out. This is the best Trial thing by fire. Happen. If this is what you want, then I'll let you do it this way. You know you could always have stayed at home. You know you always could have just made it easy on yourself, but we go, bye. And he goes, I know you did, which is why I built everything in this way so that you can go, you know, encounter all the difficulties and they'll work to burn it off and get you home. I knew, I know you, I know me, I know what we're doing here. And he set it up that way. Okay, we're wrapping it up. Okay, okay. We gotta go. Okay. We're past time. All right, all right. Love you all. Love thanks you for all. Hey, thanks for sticking. Biggest crowd I yet. I know. I know. You guys are great. <laughs> and all you who are online, appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see, see you next, next time. Day.